Hello, fellow watch lovers, nerds, enthusiasts, or however you identify. This is 1420, the Watch Clicker podcast with your hosts, Andrew. I'm a good friend, Everett. Here, we talk about watches, food, drinks, life, and other things we like. Everett, how are you? I'm doing great. End of a long Monday. Longish Monday. That's yeah. not super long, but a longish Monday. Mondays are long. Mondays are long, and it's also the first Monday after winter break. Yes. Happy New Year, everyone. This is our first episode of 2021. Happy Happy New Year. Yeah. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you, Andrew. This is the first and time I'm seeing you in the New Year. It is in fact, yeah. Though you were at my house on New Year's Eve, I had to leave early to go to work. I was yeah. I was with your wife. Yeah. You know, filling in as for you know, for the dad role, the <laughs> husband role. We're friends like that. Yeah. That's why this works. How was New Year's Eve work? Busy. It was like pre COVID times busy. It was great. And then subsequent days were COVID times dead. Just nothing. Right. <laughs> Slowed way back yeah. down. Uh, did you have uh, uh, troubling things happen or just normal, busy stuff? Normal, busy stuff. The normal things that you'd expect in a vibrant city filled with normals and criminals alike. <laughs> you just described Eugene. Yeah. Normals and criminals. Yeah. Alike. So. But yeah, I'm doing really well. Uh, nothing, nothing special. Well, that's not true. I do have something special to report, but first, I'd like to ask you, Andrew, how are you? Uh, I'm well. Uh, as with you, I'm also <clears throat> wiped out the first Monday back from winter break. Um, today was just was a weird day in the way of family. We get my kid. Well, I didn't sleep well last night, so I got up super early. So not, we were out the door, not just on time, but we were out the door very on time today, a few minutes early even. And that includes a five-year-old putting his shoes on, which for those of you who've never had a five-year-old, is a 35-minute process. So we get him out the door. We're on the way to school. We realize that his computer that he needs for virtual learning doesn't have its charger. I'm like, oh, no big deal. It's at school. He'll just plug it in. Turns out it's not at school. We learned that after he's already been dropped off. So I have to go back before his virtual learning day and pick him up and bring him home so he can use one of our computers at the house and I go buy a charger from Best Buy. It says it's got all these different size plug-in ports. Which, of course, none of which None work. of them fit. They're all like a millimeter off of standard sizing. I don't know what this thing is intended to charge, but it doesn't charge computers, which is the only thing I've ever seen with this style of female-to-male attachment point. I was furious. So, as a result of my fury, he's not going to school again tomorrow either because I couldn't find a charger today. So, he's just going to have an extra long winter break. Have you, like, ordered one at this point? Have you yeah, figured we ordered out what one you on needed? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, it'll be here Thursday. I just can't figure Unless out. Unless it's coming by UPS, USPS. Uh, you know, I have yet to have anything delayed. From Amazon. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I've made some orders in the past several weeks and everything has been on time. You know, and, and I've heard speculation that that's that's part of Amazon's deal, right? Is that they're they're such a big customer that everybody else is screwed because maybe of, of the I mean, that's of why the service they demand. That's why USPS delivers on Sundays. They deliver because Amazon, of Amazon stuff on Sundays. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah. Thanks, Thanks, Jeff Bezos. So it was a it was a weird day. Still don't have the charger, but unrelated but similar. I made some Amazon returns, which I've never done before. And I went to the Whole Foods 
where there's just like this bank of lockers and a tiny little kiosk and then a window. And I'm not tech savvy, even kind of. Nope. Not even a little. Can confirm. And I get up and I get to the kiosk and it tells me to log in. And I feel a little uncomfortable logging into my Amazon account on a public kiosk. But I see a little doorbell next to this little window and it says, push if you need help. So I push if I need help and I hold the two things in my hands. I'm like, help. And so he's like, oh yeah. She bags it. She scans the QR code off of my phone. She showed me how to get that. And then she scans the code, bags the stuff. And I'm like, wait, is that it? You didn't have to log into the kiosk. I, I, well, I, I maybe could have. Yeah. But I didn't. I didn't. It wasn't necessary. No, the lady was was kind enough to help me. Yeah. Um, she probably thought it was odd that I, I, you know, I'm 31. Yeah. Doesn't understand technology. She probably thought that was a little weird, but. Maybe she thought you were like, uh, maybe she thought you were like a Benjamin Button. Perhaps, but not. Um, but she was very helpful. And. You're Before actually I, an 80-year-old man in the body of a 31-year-old. I've been accused of being a, a crotchety old man. I, I have, was, no, I was thinking I, that's really, really close, actually. I have in my mid-20s yelled at neighbor kids for being on my lawn. So <laughs> uh, I've set up sprinklers in my front yard to deter children from playing. it. It's a thing. But before I was even home, my refund was issued. It was crazy. That? It was one of the... I'm going to start ordering things on Amazon to return them. Because it was a fun experience. Because they they basically have possession of it right then. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah, they scan it. It's, oh, yep, it's verified. It's here. Cool. We got it. Yeah. And the, the, yeah, it was it was very cool. That's really great. Yeah. Because I was kind of worried that I didn't have any of the packaging or paperwork or anything. I just came like with my things in my hands. Like, help. They do it all for you right there. Wonderful. Yeah. So good. for those of you who have Amazon packages to return, go to your nearest Whole Foods and have a blast. Next time. Yeah. yeah, next time I'll do that. Then hit up the deli and get a piece of pizza. <laughs> uh, yeah, I still have that little, I told you the the saga of the Amazon teddy bear. Yeah. Yeah. Have, have I talked about that on air? You I, have. I, people are going to be wondering, but, you know, bottom line, I ordered something expensive. They sent a teddy bear. A slap bracelet teddy bear. A slap bracelet teddy bear. That's right. I still have the <laughs> slap bracelet teddy bear. They still are bugging me about the expensive thing I haven't returned. i've talked to like six customer service people it's the it's the one place i think you could break amazon yeah when they send you a dollar item the shipping (laughs) was more expensive wait what happened yeah (laughs) you think i mean pick bins are random in in warehouses generally so that you have to be really deliberate about picking the right thing from the bin yeah this is clearly this was clearly uh, it, it is a product, we figured it out, it had been discontinued for like 18 months. So it was clearly just something sitting on a counter somewhere that someone was like, meh, slapped the sticker on it and threw it in the... Yeah. And threw it in the for The prank processing. that keeps on pranking. <laughs> uh, something exciting happened today. What happened today? We launched the 40 and 20 slash watch clicker patron Discord server. Do you know what a Discord server is? It shows Discord, that's for sure. <laughs> so a mere 24 hours ago, I did not really know what a Discord server was. I now know what a Discord server is. It's chaos. It's chaos. Also, it's really interesting and, and very cool. It's this sort of, yeah, entire infrastructure. Um, but kind of phenomenal. We got the help from our 
our OG patron, our very first in-time patron, yeah, MGM Mays on Instagram, good friend of the show, has been around since the get-go. I mean, since episode one. Yeah. Literally has been around. And as soon as we started our Patreon, he was he supported the show and has just always been there. Really nice dude. Uh, sent us watches. Has sent us watches. With no reason to trust us. That's right. <laughs> Way early on has sent us yeah. watches. Yeah. Uh, service member, just a, a awesome, sweet dude, and uh, has taken on the task of setting up the Discord, which I don't think is a monumentally difficult task, but it's something I didn't know how to do, and and is also going to be helping us with moderation. Uh, so fantastic. MGMAs, I'm not going to say your name, although I think you're somewhat public about it, but in any event, just MGMAs on Instagram, really good friend of the show, and so happy to have him, and... The Discord was phenomenal. It was bananas. Exceeded my wildest expectations for what a thing like this could be. We we had had some demand for this for this type of thing, not specifically this. Um, and made the decision, kind of made the decision not to do it, and and then with some with some leverage, prodding from MGM, finally decided to do it. You know, based in part on his willingness to sort of help out with this thing, you know, well, okay. Uh, and, but I really, I really expected it to be a nothing burger. I didn't know what it was, so I wasn't really sure what to expect. <laughs> you you sent me a link and said login, and that was a feat. Yeah, I, I, I expected it to be nothing. And within about 20 minutes of this thing being live, it was just phone batteries were dead. Bana- <laughs> bananas, totally bananas. Uh, so what we're talking about, 40 and 20 watch clicker, we've started Discord service server for our patrons. So we've we've long thought about, well, you know, some people support the show in a tangible way by way of giving cash to the show. What can we do special for those people? And we finally decided this is at least one of those things. There's some other things we do. We do some get-togethers. Uh, occasionally we've got to get together coming up pretty soon i think we're going to announce the date on that in about a week our second our second (laughs) remind (laughs) me to talk to you about that date uh our second get together will be announced in about a week uh looking at end of february early march probably um but that'll be locked down uh but also we we decided to do this so here's the deal you can become a patron and get access to our get-togethers, and just be part of the club for a buck a week. Excuse me, a buck a month. Mm-hmm. And our $5 tier, we give you access to this... Our pockets. <laughs> to this Discord server. And I think I think you are really going to enjoy it. Now, if you're already a patron, check your inboxes. You've got a message there which will explain everything you need to know. If you're not already a patron, patreon.com slash 40 and 20. That's where you go to find out everything you need to know about this. Awesome. What awesome. I learned about it is that there's tons of pages. It's a, it's a, it's basically a forum for and of with us. That's right. Yeah. That's right. I couldn't figure out how to make it stop notifying me on the top when the, when the sub forum I was in. I'd get notifications on the top for the other forums when th- they were pounding messages. I think I fixed that. I couldn't figure it out. I think I fixed that. Maybe. I, I think you should. that should only happen now if someone ats you. Mm. 
I was trying to grocery shop, and it was just, it, it was too much for You're me. You're like, I'm going to throw my phone across the grocery store. Also, the grocery store was bedlam. It was, today was not a day for Andrew. Today was a loss. But now it's a win, because we're drinking some hard seltzer water, which is delightful. <laughs> and in celebration of the new year, we're going with an OG theme. OG. Yep. Which is slang for original gangster. <laughs> Yeah, I think this is always one of our more popular episodes. We're going to have to start numbering them. Three watches for $600 part. 17. 17. We should just like four or five. Subscriber random number. Yeah, I think this might be four. Um, Three watches for $600 part whatever it is. Doesn't matter. Uh, We do have some rules. Yeah, we had our standard rules. Got to be readily available. And we exclude the usual suspects. We're not doing SNKs. Really, the 5 Series is out. No Mako family. No, what else do we exclude? Those, Bambino? Yeah. Uh, historically, we we, dis, we we discluded SKX. I don't mm-hmm. know that that's quite as relevant. I don't think SKX is. Uh, G-Shock yeah. 5600. Mm-hmm. Um, the Casio Duro. Yep. Um, you, you know, of the watches that your brain instantly goes to. So with that caveat, with the caveat that both of our watches would probably be like a 5600, a Kamasu, and an SNK. Yep. Uh, you, you know, realistically, if I was starting a $600 watch collection, those would be, you know, or perhaps a, a Nighthawk. That's another one that's that's banned from these lists. Yep. The Citizen Nighthawk. You, you know, those kind of watches we're, we're not allowed to include. So... But realistically, it's deep cuts for the entry level watch. If we're actually making these decisions, those are certainly at, at least a number of those are on the table. Yes, absolutely. But this is an exercise to dig for the the hidden gems that we don't often talk about that deserve to be recognized. Hidden gems. And, and how do you feel? Do you feel like you found some hidden gems? I don't know if I exactly found hidden gems, but I think I put together a very well curated entry-level watch collection. Yeah, I, I would say... I, I think you went deeper than me. I, I wouldn't claim any... Well, that's not true. I think I've found one, at least to me, uh, hidden from me gem, mm-hmm. um, but also a couple of really neat watches. So I'm, I'm kind of pumped about this. I, I like your list. I feel a little bit... Uh, a little bit cautious in my list, but it, there, there was there was reason for it. Well, well, why don't we get into it? Why, why don't we do this? We'll we'll do one list at a time. Okay, we'll go all the way through the list. Do I have to do my other thing first, and then your stuff, and or no. <laughs> why don't you why don't you go through your list, and okay. we'll talk about your watches, and then we'll come back and go through mine, and then you can do your other thing. Okay, okay, and then I'll do my other thing. The way we usually do it, and then okay. There can be some long silences while you think about the thing you want to say next. That yeah. I'll edit. I'll edit them out and post. You guys, you won't even know. I spend minutes thinking of the next, not just sentence, but oftentimes in the middle of my sentence, I'll just take a break, just power down for a minute. Right. It is like powering down. I usually get up and like brush my teeth, and I'll come yeah. back down, check on him. We we've f- picked up recording the following morning before. He's like, "Oh, hey, welcome back. Like, oh, what's up?" <laughs> As I was saying. Antissa. So my <laughs> uh patient. Aesthetic is the way that word is said. Yeah, aesthetic. I've been getting I, I've gotten some grief about the way I say aesthetic. 
Yeah, you it's put not out a letter. Aesthetic. It's aesthetic. Ass is thick. Aesthetic. Yeah, well, let's be. So, my thinking for my list was, this is somebody who has got 600 bucks to spend on a watch, wanting to buy a, a watch, right? It's hard to find a $600 watch that's versatile enough, I think, to carry you through everywhere you're going to go in life. All the things you're going to do in the course of, a, of an average year. Obviously, that watch exists, but it's, it's not the point of this exercise, right? So I wanted to create a well-rounded list that's going to capture a bunch of feels for a watch. Because I think the first watch you buy is something you like, first of all. But it's opening the gateway. It's opening the door to refine your taste in watches and things you like and you don't like. So I I like to advocate for people to go a little bit less expensive and say, hey, try these couple watches. And maybe go try them on. If they're, if they're the type of watches that you can try on, go try them on. See how they feel on your wrist. Don't leave the store with it without buying it. But, you know, take it on a little test drive. So that was my thinking behind my list. What What set of three watches can capture a bunch of different areas in the watch world and and help you refine what you do and don't like. So my first watch is a watch we've talked about. And actually, I think we've talked about all of my watches. And I think we've talked about all but one of your watches, uh, which I, which speaks to just how, how we feel about these. The, the first watch that I chose was the Vayer S5 Standard Issue Quartz. And I went with that because I think everyone should have a quartz grab and go. One of the things that I really like about Vayer is they're a really traditionally styled, well, they're just a traditional field watch. They don't have a 24-hour ring, but you you can do without it. What they have that I think a lot of watches in this segment don't is good water resistance. 100 meters. You got Sapphire Crystal, Super Luminova Lume. And a really classic looking watch that can be worn on rubber, which is what uh, one of the options it comes on. It also comes in two sizes, 40 and 36. So you get to make that decision if you want to go a standard size or a little bit smaller, which I think could kind of, if it, when put on leather, this would serve in a dress capacity. Not necessarily as a dress watch, but could fill that void. Yeah, and that's the S5 and S3 mm-hmm. respectively, S3 being 36. Yeah. So I, I went with the white dial. It's got uh, kind of... the. The, the Super Luminova serves as the color in the yeah. markers, which is really cool. It gives it just kind of a teal. A bit of a okay. uh, Nomos feel. Yeah, li- yeah, a little, little Nomosy. Uh, red accents, red secondhand, syringe hour and minute markers. Mm-hmm. Just a really, a, a ki- I mean, at 150 bucks, it's kind of a steal. You, you know, Vayer, uh, Vayer is... A California company. I, I just think they're doing a really interesting thing. They they've sort of tackled this um, supply chain. These question marks that come up for people when they buy a watch. You know, what am I buying? Mm-hmm. And, and we see a lot of, well, why is this worth more than this? And 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 then folks saying, well, that's valuable to me, even though it's intangible for X, Y, or Z. Well, they just say, we're giving you all of these options. We're giving you quartz or automatic. And quartz is cheaper. We're giving you American assembled versus Chinese assembled, right? And and, and you're going to pay, and mm-hmm. you're able to you're able to purchase your value set, right? Yeah. So if you're only interested in the hardware, 
and you're only interested in the aesthetic qualities of the watch versus any sort of mechanical significance, you're able to get that. You're able to get manufactured or assembled in China quartz watch for 150 bucks, which is what this is. Ow. It's a fantastic volume proposition for, excuse me, value proposition? Volume? I think you said volume because of how loud I just was. <laughs> it's a fantastic value proposition for that person that really can't afford a lot of luxuries. Or who doesn't give a shit. Or who doesn't give a shit. That's right. Yeah. Somebody, uh, I read, I might even be on their website. Um, if you drew a, a three-way Venn diagram that compared style, durability, and price, Vayer's watches would be dead center. And that comes from Huckberry, uh, which is an interesting retailer uh, business model of, in and of themselves. But I, 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 don't, yeah. I don't necessarily know that they're wrong. I don't necessarily know they're right. Right? And we've never handled a Vayer in the, in the metal, but specs-wise, it's there. Yeah, this is a very cool watch. This was on this was on mm -hmm. my on my list as well. It didn't make my list, but it, it was on my list. Oh, so you got something better? Cool. <laughs> I've got something worse. You do, but also better. <laughs> so that's that's item number one for me. So we're we're into this uh, one hundred and fifty dollars for me. Next up, one a watch that I'm. I don't know how I haven't bought it because I love it, but I just I just haven't haven't bought it and I, I think probably by the time i'm ready to it'll be gone it's the dan henry 1970 and in olden times it came in 40 millimeter and 44 mm. with four colorways in each category now we've got 40 in four colorways with date and no date options and 44 in one colorway with a no date option and the 44 is 270 bucks, so I maybe should have picked that one and given myself a little more room. But I went with the 40, and <laughs> and I so I really really like the the orange. Yeah, yeah, it's a it's it's a cool watch. I think it's the one he's sold out of, right? Uh, no, no. It says there we go. I'm adding it to my bag, checking out. No, that would get me in so much trouble. <laughs> Don't do that. So what we've got here is a 1970s style diver, internal rotating bezel, great colorways. Um, and, and we know we know that Dan Henry does good work. We've got a 40 millimeter case, 22 lug width, which is a bummer. Um, a two, uh, straight up two and four crown. I, I always kind of get annoyed when companies mess with two and four when they try to offset them a little bit. Yeah. It, it just, it, it messes with the symmetry in a way that that's hard for me to tolerate. Uh, but we got a straight two and four crown. It's just, it's a great watch. Yeah. It's super cool. I love the hands on it. Mm -hmm. I love the fonts on it. Uh, I, I love the, I love the prominence of that outer, um, that outer rotating mm -hmm. track. It's just neat. NH35, Sapphire Crystal. I, I don't know that you can really do better for under $300 in the way of a dive watch. Yeah, well, it, I mean, it, it's obviously some sacrifices made, right? It, it's not a automatic watch. Yeah, it is. Uh, oh, oh, excuse me. You're right. This it's an NH35, is. yeah. Yeah, that's right. It's it, bizarre that this isn't sold out. This This watch should be gone. I think he makes a really lot of them. I think he makes just a... Limited edition, 1,970 pieces. I think of each color. <laughs> no. There's only 1,970 of them. And you could be the proud owner. And I buy, th you should buy one and then let me have it. 
I can't remember the exact model. I think that this is an homage to an actual it is compressor um, and EPSA compressor case. I don't remember either, but it Exactus? is an homage. Exactus. Oh, that sounds right. Yes. Yeah. No. Uh, fuck. It's not in a car. It doesn't matter. We know we like DH watches. He does good work at a at a, at a good price. I think the the band is probably going to leave you wanting, but. Um, yeah, but you're going to put this on any strap, anything else, yeah. any strap or band you want. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's a great choice. It's a great choice. I think that it's not quite an anchor of your of your list here because it doesn't act like an anchor, but I think that it may serve that purpose. It it could or or perhaps the the next one will because yeah. this is this we were talking about is it, kind of an anchorless list. And frequently our list is like a $400 watch and then a couple fillers. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this is, you know, so this is 290 So this is the most expensive watch on the list. I mean, it takes up almost half the budget, but it doesn't feel like an anchor, though it, it monetarily anchors the, the collection. Um, yeah, super attractive diver. This, this is an, one of those things that would be a great desk diver too because it's, it's my second or maybe my third favorite Dan Henry, uh, which I know that sounds crazy, my third favorite Dan Henry, but the guy's got like 50 watches. So Yeah, he's got a bucket load. But yeah, the orange 1970. It's money. And now last up, <clears throat> this is such an Andrew watch, by the way. It is. I saw this on your list and I thought that is totally an Andrew watch. And I don't know how it hasn't been on the list before. We've got the, oh, let me go find the reference. Buckle up, y'all. It's a long one. <laughs> it's, a, it's a citizen. It's a spoiler citizen. alert. So this takes a little while. We've got I, a. We're actually getting the I actually uh, spreadsheets f- ready. Can't find the. Would you like? Would you like me to do it? No, I'm not worried about it. Okay. It is the Citizen Avion Chronograph, coming in at 150 money. So we've got two at 150. And then the DH seventy at two ninety, and this is a pilot's chronograph. Yeah. So reference number CA Charlie Alpha four two one zero twenty four Echo. It's big. It, it's forty four. It's big. It's a big damn Citizen Eco Drive is what it is. It's a big damn pilot watch, just like it should be. Why That's can't right. I? Where's the drop down? And so I think really similar to. Your Avion, actually. Different it's, in some notable ways. It's the cousin. But the cousin mm-hmm. to your eight. So those same lugs, same big, big crown, onion crown. The, that same flat, polished bezel, mm-hmm. but not a bezel. You know. It's it's kind of a, a really wonderful watch. And for 150 bucks, um, you're getting a lot of value here. You're getting a Citizen Miota chronograph. You're just getting a lot of quality here yeah you're you're getting the you're getting the eco drive movement out of it 330 feet of water resistance aka 100 meters what 330 feet yeah 100 meters yeah aka yeah (laughs) (laughs) i do appreciate your specificity mineral glass crystal and my crystal has held up to some abuse yeah, you've used that thing. I've used it, and I've I have not taken any chunks out of it. I've not scratched it. It's it's holding up. You you wore that at JRTC, did you not? Mm-mm. Oh, I wore my Iron Man. Okay, because I needed lumin- illumination at night. 
Um, but I, so so, here's my thinking. It was a field watch, a dive watch, and a pilot's watch slash chronograph. You've got all these functionalities, all these. The only thing that that this collection is missing in the way of kind of cornerstone horology features is an external rotating bezel. Mm-hmm. But, but you you kind of got that with the Dan Henry. I mean, you, it's, you it's that, internal. Yeah, you got that that same sort of feel. It's different than an external rotating bezel, but you've got that same idea. This collection, I feel like, introduces you to sizes, dimensions, really traditional case shapes and stylings that lets you explore the things that you like and don't like. Because there's a very good chance that you put on the Avion and you go, whoa, manhole cover, too big for me. But it still gets some play. Every once in a while, mine mine came out the other day, and I wore it for a couple days, and now it's back in the windowsill. And it's just a fun watch to have. I love having a chronograph movement. I wore a chronograph today for the first time in quite some time. It's a fantastic watch. It, it is such a. I, I have the SSB on today, and I'm actually wearing it while recording. What's happening? Yeah, it's because it's so good. Yeah, it's that strap, man. You know what? You know what's interesting about the strap, and we'll talk about it on air. I don't mind. So just to be clear, SSB O three one. This yeah. is the uh, forty and twenty. Uh, the forty and twenty Speedmaster. Um, look at the at the the stamp on the inside of the strap, mm-hmm. and just tell me what it says. Sixty nine. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, E E E E A uh, E A leather goods. Yeah, his logo is definitely a sixty nine. When stamped on the inside of your watch strap. That's right. That's the that's the the, lo- the joke that keeps on giving. Just Eric sixty nine in you all the damn time, wrapped around my wrist. <laughs> and now my watch is going to come off because I know I'm wearing it. Um, so that was that was my thinking. Give a really wide variety, some some deep cut watches. And in reality, I think you probably sub the SSB in for the Citizen if you're if you're making this purchase. Uh, I personally do, yeah, but, but it's because I've I've I have a big watch. I know that that's not for me, sure. But I think for for people getting into into watches, you need to you need to know what that feels like. Yeah, I think I, you everyone needs to have a big watch for a while. And we talk about this all the time, right? But I don't like big watches unless I do. Yeah, unless I do, and then I'm like, yeah, I like this big watch. Yeah, so. It's, I, don't give yourself too many rules. I think is the point. Did you? Uh, did I send you a picture of Home Alone with the uh, the showing of the AMW in it? I think you did. Yes, yeah. Joe Pesci's character. Yeah, Joe Pesci's wearing an AMW. Yeah, uh, right yeah. before he gets a gets a BB in the ball sack. My Casio AMW three twenty. Just yeah. love it. One of my favorites. I think that's a watch that that's kind of an unusually featured watch in media. Oh, no, it totally is. It totally is. It's this bizarre watch that had a moment where all these celebrities were wearing it, uh, people wearing it in photo shoots. There's this famous sort of yeah. Denzel Washington where he's got his hand sort of posed on his on his chin, pro- featuring the watch prominently. And, and I assumed it was from a Casio advertisement, and it's not. It's <laughs> from just some random... It's just a headshot. It's just a headshot, Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, it's a fantastic watch, but giant. And I love it. I wear it all the time. It does not feel too big. I don't put it on and think, oh my gosh, this huge watch. It's just a, the watch that I have on that day. Yeah, it's money. It, it it does become a part of you. Yeah. So that's that's my lineup. And obviously these are interchangeable with a lot of other watches, but this is that was my thinking. 
get it get a good variety don't anchor yourself to anything try them all gotta catch them all gotta catch them all yep so i i have three watches okay that i think i'm going to talk about briefly at least briefly at least uh you, you know the deal here is i kind of uh i wanted to i wanted to do this a little bit differently i mean in 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 some respects i wanted to sort of this chair is just so squeaky <laughs> i wanted to pick the watches i wanted to pick three watches that i'd like to wear mm-hmm. so you said you know you were picking this for the new guy i i was actually just picking these watches for me give me 600 bucks what what watches might i pick and you've got to suspend some of your collection right well okay if i didn't have this or you know i'm, I'm picturing myself as a new watch collector with a very limited set of stuff or or an unlimited set of stuff except for the very specific limitations we set the first watch i wanted to get knowing knowing i was going to want to keep my my options open was a small quartz field watch and the reason for that is I've been wearing the hell out of my Pulsar G10. It's such a good watch. Just wearing the crap out of it. I wear that thing once or twice a week. I just love it. It's quartz. It's grab and go. And and, and people, I hear people say that. Oh, I just want something easy. I want something quartz. I want something grab and go. Part, part of that's true. But I actually just wear it because I love it. It's not because it's easy or convenient. I just love putting it on. I'm like, gosh darn, this thing's great. So and it goes well on anything. That's right. That's right. So I, I wanted to get something like that. I wanted to get something like that, but I wanted to spend less money. What is the cheapest how? What is the cheapest small field watch I could find? And I knew there was going to be one out there. So I imagined myself buying some sort of military surplus, no name. So I'm talking to some of my friends. Oh, what do you guys think? And this Alba field watch comes up. So this is a Seiko. It's it's an Alba made by Seiko. Solar field watch, hard lux reference is AFD 557. It's a hundred meter, 36.8 millimeter field watch, hour track, 24 hour track, day, date, three o'clock crown. It's awesome. I like the crown set better than the SNK. Uh, I think I do too. The, the crown's tiny, mm-hmm. but it's not indented the same way the snk is i think it is is it is i think in this out? picture it's pulled out yeah uh a seiko vk movement mm-hmm. so a great a great little movement solar too it's solar powered it's solar powered uh it's just kind of awesome now there's a downside and it's a big one yeah there's a big one and this watch has no zero literally zero loom why is it green? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It's got no loom. I thought, it looks like loom. It, I they, thought these hands have to be loom, They right? put an effort into an appearance of loom under light. Zero loom. The hands aren't loomed. What? The markers aren't loomed. How are you going to have a solar watch that's literally powered by the sun and not have at least like a, a, a splattering of loom on it? So, What? There, there's some saving grace. If you wanted to replace the hands with something with loom, you could do so probably pretty easily. You're not going to get a dial. Um, you could self-loom the dial if you wanted. None of that is worth it. You're buying this watch to be a cheap beater. 100 meters of water resistance. 
You just need to be comfortable with the fact that you're going to get new low. I mean, it's 52 bucks. So that's the good news, right? I've marked this down as 53 bucks because it's 52 and change. 30 change. I, I've taken an extra dollar. In the interest of being fair, I've taken an extra dollar. So it's that is a big, a big, big, big defect, I think. Yeah. With that said. Is this JDM? Uh, yeah, I think it is. It's hard to find in the United States, but we're going to give you a link. And you can find these on eBay, too. So we're going to put the reference number in the show notes. And I'll just tell you again, AEFD557. You can find them on eBay. We'll put a link to a place you can buy these in the show notes. At least today, you can buy these. 53 bucks. Now, the thing I've done here is I've left myself a bucket load of money. Mm -hmm. I've left myself approximately $272 for the remaining two watches, for each of the yeah. remaining two watches. You can go you can go pretty big with 275 bucks. That's right. That's right. So I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start kind of big. And I'm I'm doing this organically, right? I've picked this watch and I've decided that's one of my watches. This is my anchor. This is my anchor. This is my anchor. <laughs> In the opposite of the way we normally use that, right? Yeah. <laughs> In any event. I went with a company that I think we don't talk about enough. Correct. Because it's probably not super exciting. They're not doing a lot of new stuff. Nope. They order in big volume, and so it takes them a while to get through their catalog. But. I think people poo-poo them, too. They've just, they've just refreshed some of their collection. I'm going with the Corsair Diver from Bernhardt. Yeah, this is, I think, the second time that a Bernhardt has made our for six list i think maybe more than that and and the reason is they provide if you're if you're really if your margins are tight bernhardt provides some great value so this is a 42 millimeter diver it's not small but it's a full fledged diver it's a 200 meter watch obviously all the normal stuff fantastic bracelets on these bernhards it's a little chunky but again it's a it's a dive watch so that's okay it's got a 9015 yeah that's the thing I love the most about this. That's the thing I love. Now, um, with an etched Corsair in the case back, uh, is the, it? Or yeah, that's etched right. Or applied, I wonder. Yeah, that that I th- I think it's I think it's applied. It looks to me like it's printed in the glass. So yeah. see through case back in that nine thousand series. Um, and they do have mail in links, so there's a few sort of hiccups here, but a great construction on the bracelet, aluminum inserts for three hundred and twenty bucks. I think all of that is great. You're getting a Miyota 9000 series for 320 bucks. Yeah. I, I won't say this is for sure the cheapest Miyota 9 diver on the market. In fact, I'm certain that there are options from um, Korea or perhaps uh, other sort of East Asian countries that you could get for about this price, maybe just a little bit less. Um, but I think in terms of what we think of as micro brands, uh, certainly uh, American micro brands, this is one of the most affordable options out there. You know what gets me most excited? 316L surgical stainless steel case. <laughs> we get it. That's what every watch company uses. I don't feel like it needs to be a feature. <laughs> It's on everyone's 316L surgical stainless steel case. We fucking know. I think you almost have to say it, right? 
No. I think stop you almost saying have, it. I think you almost have to say it because then if you didn't put it, people would be like, well, is it plated brass? Is it resin? <laughs> uh, no, what, what truly gets me most excited about this is a 60-minute bezel. Yeah, it's a great it's a great 60-minute bezel. Yeah. Uh, you know, I actually don't love the way he's done that minute track on the bezel. I think I, I could have done without the... Um, the connections I yeah think. that's it, right it's, it's a little bit odd connection and that um, silver I, I don't love this silver uh 15 minute segment either i do i like that it's a, it's just a slightly different just change of pace black yeah. and silver is uncommon and i think that i i like that i think it's a it's a good touch and the markers are good the dial's great mm-hmm. this um this feels like one of their more unique watches yeah no i think and and i think that it's i think it's really hard to look at this thing and not and not appreciate that it's a fantastic value mm-hmm. too sapphire crystal <laughs> yeah i mean that's the thing it hits it hits all mm-hmm. the metrics it does and, and we know and we know bernhardt watches are good we know fred amos is doing a good job with mm-hmm. these um bracelets are are basically um you know, I think there was a time where they were best in class. I don't, I don't know that that's necessarily true anymore. I could do but. with a touch less on the crown guard, though. Yeah, it, it's a prominent crown guard. I do really like the twisted lugs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's a great watch. It's a, it's a killer choice. So 320 bucks, which means I'm now down. I'm now down to about... 150. 150? Mm-hmm. Is that where I'm at? Ish. And... I know I want something. You need a dress watch in here. I need a dress watch. I need to fill a gap, right? Mm -hmm. So my thoughts are dress sport. Mm -hmm. I think I've got more than 150. Yeah, you got to have at least 175. Yeah, I think I've got more than 150. I've got it written down here. I've got 228 bucks left. Wow, that's a lot more than I thought. I've got 228 bucks left. So um, I start to think Tissot PRC. Mm -hmm. That's Tissot Sarb lookalike. Um, I, I'm looking at Japanese options, Seiko 5. And well, maybe I don't want a dress watch. Maybe I want a chronograph. Either way, I need something kind of dressy mm-hmm. that's usable with a shirt um, and perhaps a jacket even. Um, something that's going to be a little classy. Yeah, because your no-loom field watch isn't going to get you there. That's right. So I probably need... Clean dial, mm-hmm. nothing ostentatious or gregarious. Or alternatively, I could say fuck it and get a Solabs layer for 175 bucks. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to get a Solabs layer. I'm probably going to go for the 1.4 abalone or perhaps the 1.5 Turkish coral. Abalone. <laughs> I think I'm going to go with the abalone. I like that blue. Yeah. So stop what you're doing. If you're like, what are they talking about? This is not a dress watch, just to be clear, <laughs> in case we, in case he did not make that clear enough. Go to so-labs.co. So-labs.co. These are so fun. Our friend Andrew Perez of Astro and Banks started the second company called So Labs. It's a quartz, resin-cased, clear resin cased art watch that's mm-hmm. what i'm gonna call this an art watch yeah and <laughs> it's just freaking cool man 175 bucks uh i this is this looks to me like the type of thing you'd find at moma like the moma store 
Mm-hmm. Um, I really, really like the Olympics guy. Yeah. <laughs> These are great. Yeah. Totally impractical. Doesn't meet any of the things I need. I'm usually so pragmatic with these lists. And then this popped into my head and I was like, yep, whatever There's, else is happening. Today's the day. <laughs> today's the day. These are just fun. They're fun. They're they're and they're really reasonably priced. This is I, I this is about my upper limit of what I'd be willing to spend on a just a pure novelty watch. Yeah. I think these are a little bit more than a pure novelty watch, but they're a novelty watch. Yeah, I wouldn't call this a novelty watch. I think it's something different than a novelty. Um and I realize there's nuance, and I'm not meaning mm. to be pedantic there, but I, I think it's actually something better than that. A novelty gives, you know, novelty uh, is something you're going to buy, uh, you know, you're going to buy at the five and dime. For, yeah, no, I, I, that's why I say it's a little bit more than a novelty. It, there's something special here. It's, it's art watch is a, is a good way to describe it, but the, these are inherently novel, accurate, yeah, accurate, super fun. Disc hands, just. It's, just, it's like the, the, it's all questions, all questions, and they're all answered by, why not? <laughs> why not? Why not? That's so. Yeah, that's what I'm going with. I'm going with the, I'm going with the Solabs. I'm going with the Abalone, and that's it, man. Solabs believes telling time should be about funk, not just function. I've heard that about them. That's what it says in there. So the Abalone Steel has website. a fully loomed dial, by the way. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. What movement is he rocking in these? Uh, you know, it is, I think it's a Miota. Um, I think they're only like three. Miota courts, yeah. Like 30 meters of water resistance. Yep. So, you know. And they're small, 38 millimeters. They're they're kind of kind of perfect. I mean, it's like two millimeters bigger than my Alba. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's it, man. That was it. And the, you know what the good news is? I've got 53 bucks left. Ooh, for some straps. <laughs> or maybe a second Alba. Yeah. <laughs> in case you get the first one wet. Yeah, or I like lose it in the dark because I can't see it. Yeah. <laughs> or you decide to pop it open and paint some loom on it. Realistically, I get two straps. Yeah. I need an 18 millimeter. I need a 20 millimeter. And you're set. And I'm set. That's a good lineup. I like that you went so labs. I did too. It was one of those. It was one of those things. I really was working hard on a chronograph, and there was a couple chronographs I found that I thought, "Well, this would be cool." You, you know, um, Mike reviewed that Calvin Klein achieve for the website mm-hmm. uh, last Achieve. week. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, and I thought, "Wow, that's kind of neat. That could be on there." Um, I for a while I was looking at. Um, the Emoralograph, mm-hmm. the Quartz Emoralograph, and then taking off the Corsair and sort of subbing something in that place. Uh, ultimately, so screw all that. Let's do this. It's hard when you find something else that you like when you're trying to build this list and keep it under 600. You like start plugging and playing. I mean, my, my list was probably 50 watches considered paired down to these three that fit together for what I was going for. So that's it. 12 watches, 1200 bucks. Six watches. It's 12 for 12 Six. sounds better. <laughs> okay. Yep. So now we all know what we can do with our stimulus check. And here's the thing, right? These watches might not be the right watches for you. And you might not be buying watches. Um, but as always, I think the point of this show, this 
this series mm-hmm. has always been just a, you know, A, if you're a new collector, you're going to read all these things online and they're going to make you feel a certain way. You got to look at these things. You got to look at this thing. You should get a Bambino. Um, you should get a Mako. There's other options, Cause, cause right? Gear Patrol, High Consumption, Watch Ranker, they all have the same list. Yeah. It's and the this, list isn't bad. No, but it's the same 12 watches. And every price category, the, the three websites are clones of one another in the way of the watches that they're saying, hey, buy these. Because those are the companies that can give the affiliate kickbacks. Yeah, or they're the ones that are on Amazon or whatever. Yeah, but, yeah. but that's the... And, and that's that's a, a big part of that decision-making process. There are a lot of other watches out there. It's a fun exercise for us to find the watches. Mm-hmm. And we hope it's a fun exercise for you to hear what our decision-making is. And hopefully while you're listening to our list, you're thinking about how you'd build your own. I would. I would love for nothing else. 60 F91s. (laughs) I would love for nothing else than for one of you listening to this show to buy a Vare S5. Mm -hmm. One of you listening to this show to buy an Alba. And one of you There's only to this, eight left, so act quickly. <laughs> and one of you listening to the show to buy the Soleth. All right, so when you do this, send me a message, and we'll talk about what we do with that information. But it needs to be all three. Send me a DM. Oh, when we if get you're, to three? If you're going to buy one of those, send me a message. Okay? Ooh, we could do like a reverse affiliate link thing. We could do a giveaway when each of those watches have been purchased. I don't know what we're going to do. We'll do something, though. Andrew, other things. Ooh. What do you got? I I wrote it down for you. <laughs> you're, just being, you're just being a jerk. <laughs> Cobra Kai Season 3 dropped, uh, I want to say, like, two weeks ago. Yeah, Maybe a week just and a half, week. two weeks ago. Yeah. Not long, but uh, over winter break, which seems like a great thing, unless you have small children. And then you don't get to watch the shows you want to watch. So I just got to start Cobra Kai Season 3. And it is good. It is better than Season 1. It is better than Season 2. They've introduced better story arcs for the characters. They've kept all the goofy 80s karate fetish and somehow not made it weirder. Because it's kind of right on the cusp of weird. And then you go back and you watch the Karate Kid series and you're like, oh, yeah, no, it was weird then too. Um, (laughs) They captured the tone well. They captured the tone well. If you have not yet watched any of the Cobra Kai, now is the time to get down on it. Because you've got three bingeable, binge-worthy seasons of television ahead of you. For those of you who are catching up, it's so enjoyable. It's so fun. Super enjoyable. This is is one of my favorite... uh, follow-on seasons of television my wife loved it totally reluctant to watch it she enjoyed that yeah it's good good character development better than they've done in in previous seasons where they've focused primarily on the kids it's been like kind of kind of boy meets worldy and the parents were just peripheral johnny was kind of peripheral they've they've really punched up those characters in in this season so far you know i will say the, the one thing i did not like either Daniel or Johnny's kids. I no. don't like either one of those. I, maybe it's just the actors. I'm not sure, but I don't like either one of the kids. I don't. I just either. find them like a little detestable. You know who I really do like, though? Daniel's son, Anthony. 
Oh yeah, the 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 chubby kid on the iPad. Yeah, yeah, he's a good guy. I like him a lot. He's not so chubby in season three, but he's still talking shit. Yeah, talking mad shit. I'm like, man, he's grown into his bones a little bit. Yeah, I like it. Good stuff. Yeah. Any any spoilers for for anything to get us excited to wet our to wet our palates? More karate. You're gonna you're gonna see some people who you haven't seen in thirty years. I've heard there's an Elizabeth Shue cameo. There's there's some there's some people. There's more than that. There's there's some characters showing up that you will remember immediately and not realize you missed. Cool. Yeah. Cool. I like at the end. I liked at the end of season two when you started to meet people. And you're like, oh yeah. Yep. <laughs> you you have not been an actor. Yeah. For thirty years. Yeah. The what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah and and now we know why you have two, you have three imdb credits with a 30-year gap <laughs> all right now everett do you have any other things i do have another thing do uh, i started a show that i should have started a long time ago in fact i think based on my experience with the show having now binged two and a half episodes or two and a half excuse me See, that's not binging. That's a casual viewing. <laughs> Two and a half seasons. Um, I'm really surprised that neither one of this has watched this. I tried and I, I was interrupted. Yeah. Yeah. No, you you probably need uh some you probably need some sanctity of space to watch this, at least from your children. But Fargo is an FX series that's based, kind of inspired by the Joel and Ethan Coen brothers movie mm-hmm. Fargo which was loosely based on some true crime, two different true crime stories. So when you start the series, it says, this is a true story. Uh, to protect the innocent, the names have been changed mm-hmm. to, you know, respect in respect to the dead, everything else exactly. So <laughs> we watched a season and a half of this, and we're like, that is crazy. How have we not heard of this? And of course, I look it up, and it's not true at all. No. Is the series is not true at all. Now the no, the movie was based on two. It was kind of a mishmash of two different true crime stories. Um, why are you looking at me like? Do you not like the word mishmash? The phrase that's not how it's said. Okay, I'm sorry. It's been a long day. Mishmash. Mishmash. Mush, yeah. Mishmash. Mush. Mush. Uh, the show is not true at all. But totally 100% fictional, but they leave that little snippet in, which I like because it kind of gives you this gravity. It adds some It always puts me to Googling. I start second screening so hard. I'm like, true story, what? (laughs) (laughs) So it's super, super good. Billy Bob Thornton plays your antagonist in season one, and he's phenomenal. Yeah. Phenomenal. The cast from season to season gets better, too. I've heard that. Uh, which is surprising. Um, you, you know, they keep building on these relatively good casts. Uh, just really, really, really good. Really compelling. I liked season one. If season one is a nine, season two is probably an eight. Okay. Not far enough in season three yet to be able to tell. FX has that thing that a, a lot of other channels don't have in the way of making really good television they do some killer stuff yeah for being a very hbo quality stuff i think that's right yeah uh poor man's hbo perhaps yeah certainly dirtier but i i i feel like that kind of grittiness adds to the 
it pulls you in in a way. It makes it feel more real, less Hollywood spectacular, and more real. Like Sons of Anarchy, God, the if final you were say season. Sons of Anarchy. I was gonna. I was like, "Are you are you broken? Are you, do we need to go to the hospital?" <laughs> I smell toast. Uh, Sons of Anarchy. That final season was bad enough. The, the final season was bad, and you could tell it's because they were given an end date, and they had way more to do than they. They just they had to tie it up. It was it was Game of Thrones season eight. It was. I mean, people talk about Game of Thrones. Right? Say what you will. Game of Thrones is an is an Academy Award winner compared to that finale of Sons of Anarchy. Yes, the finale was garbage. The whole last season I watched on two speed just to get done. (laughs) Please make it end. Please make it end. So uh, in any event, yeah, I haven't watched it. I've been maybe a little even reluctant to watch it. I don't know why. I see the title and I'm like, eh. And then we watched it and we're we're like... (laughs) You know, the the Portlandia Battlestar Galactica thing, yeah. right? <laughs> this is my life now. <laughs> really good. Yeah, really good. And that's all I have, Andrew. All right. Way to go. We did it. We did it. Anything you want to add before we get out of here? I don't think so. Thank you for joining us for this episode of 40 and 20. Check us out on Instagram at 40 and 20 at the watch clicker. Check us out on the website, watchclicker.com. That's where we post all of our reviews, articles, roundups of other things we read on the internet. Relatively good stuff. If you want to support the show, patreon.com slash 40 and 20. That's where we get all our money for hosting, microphones, and now we provide you the opportunity to become part of our patron Discord server, whatever the heck that means. And you can talk to us and listeners and other people about watches all day long if you want to, perhaps. There will be someone there all day. (laughs) Don't forget to tune back in next Thursday for another hour of watches, food, drinks, life, and other things we like. Bye-bye.